0: Hey, welcome back. You're watching Happening Now, and I'm Hammer. I'm your host. Like I say every time, we got a really cool show today. How many of you guys have taken that sleeping bag, you know, that backpack, got in your little VW, like my bus, and taken off and just went and saw the world, right? Remember those days? Well, that's what we're talking about today, but in a whole different way, in a very cool way. Adam, you've probably done a little bit of that, haven't you?
1: I've had to pull the parking brake on a hill outside a good point break more than once, and every time it's been worth it. As soon as you're close to a little fun and having the option to just park and spend all the time you want to in the tube or out in the woods is a great option. I'm a little scared of what you're doing out in the woods. What, what, what do you think he's doing, Troy?
2: I know exactly what he's doing out in the woods. <laughs> you refer back to one of our uh, previous shows on 420. Eh, you'll figure out what
0: he does in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, we're sponsored today by a very cool place, Mike Thompson's RV Superstores. Mike Thompson RV. Mike Thompson RV. Mike Thompson RV Superstores. It's where your adventure starts. So today we got somebody very cool. we got Mike... He's the director of sales or the sales of director or whatever, you know, one of those jobs. He's one of those muckety mucks up there. But it's great to have him here today. Hey, Mike, how you doing?
3: Hey, i doing great. How you doing?
0: I'm wonderful. So we were having a discussion. You say you're not no longer in selling the RV business. You're in buying the RV business, right?
3: We are in buying mode right now. Yes, we've kind of transferred all of our marketing efforts to buying RVs instead of selling RVs.
0: What, what's that all about?
3: well our new inventory suppliers and their suppliers are having a tough time finishing these rvs getting the things put together so they're backing up in our in the places like indiana where the motorhome headquarters is for building and uh if you go down to long beach here you'll see ships are out there and a lot of those ships have the parts that we need to uh complete some of the things for the rvs so we've Put our efforts to buying rvs late model used rvs a little bit older used rvs we've probably started to buy on average you know 70 80 rvs a month when we used to probably buy 30 or 40 a month on the used market
0: you know this COVID thing's been absolutely horrible but a lot of things are going to come out of this one thing is especially the millennials That would be you, Adam. Uh, What do you call your guys' self when you're out there doing that thing
1: in your RVs? They call it the van life, digital nomads. Any way you cut it, it does sound like living the dream.
0: Well, you probably did a lot of that in your surfing
1: days. Oh, yeah. I think Oregon is some of my favorite hidden gems to just pull off, find a good wave, and enjoy a little fishing.
2: Well, I think that whole coastline, right? You take mid, well, all of California, west coast, just go west coast, right? Oh, From yeah. San Diego all the way up. It's some of the most beautiful country in the world and
0: just picture perfect for RV. You wonder you wonder why Mike Thompson RV is is the best dealer out there. They've got the best, the absolute best canvas in the world.
3: Yeah, there's no, uh, no better place to camp. When we get an RV in, I was in the car business a long time ago and you get a car in that's 5 years old and it could have 100,000 miles on it. You get a 5-year, 10-year, 15-year-old RV, it may only have 5,000 miles or less on it because of where we live. People don't have to go far. They can go the mountains, the desert, the beach and keep the miles down on their RV.
0: Now, before this COVID thing started, Mike, you guys were you were hitting it out of the park anyway. What it, what happened during the COVID?
3: Well, A lot of things happened during the COVID, as we all know. Uh, You could start to use the RV for multiple purposes, first of all. You could have it. Some people had to quarantine, as we know, and none of us were really sure what that meant. So some people would buy an RV to have an extra quarantine space at their home.
0: Mike Thompson's RV. Mike Thompson RV. Mike Thompson RV. Did you get that, Mike Thompson RV? Listen, if you haven't gone RVing, it's one of the best experiences you'll ever have. You can pull off anywhere you want at a diner. You can go to a Walmart. You can camp out. You don't have to be in a stuffy old hotel room where nine thousand other people have slept in that bed. You're you're in your own home, right, Mike?
3: Absolutely. I uh, I believe we did a little something together, Hammer, before, and we talked about this and when I walked into a hotel getting prepared to do one of these before I was looking at every single thing and everybody knows when you turn the corner to open the door at your hotel, you want to know what's going to happen. Is there a smell? Is there dirt? Is there dust? Uh, What type of amenities are in there? Do they have some of the things you need? Are there enough towels? Is there enough soap? The greatest thing about having your own RV is you can load it up with all the stuff that you want. And other than perishables, you can leave it loaded up. Come Friday night, jump in it, go just for the weekend.
2: Yeah, you know, Mike, my, my, my wife and I are the same way. It's like, you know, we've got vacation homes, which are wonderful. But when we RV, it's kind of like playing house all over again, right? You, you kind of, you get out of the house, you, you set the whole RV up, you end up wherever you are camping or however you, you know, whatever your destination is. And it's, it's playing house. It, it's fun. It's, it's, you know, it's almost fantasy-like sometimes, which I think is another allure of the whole RV uh, culture.
3: Super cool. That's going back to what Hammer asked about the, uh, COVID times, people didn't want to stay put, especially here in our neck of the woods. They want to get out and they want to do some things. Well, we weren't really allowed to go do some things without staying with your immediate family, so what better thing than an RV? And it didn't really matter if it's small, large, trailer, or motorhome doesn't really matter. It's that quality time where you can get away with the family and still see some sights and park at the ocean, have a beach house, park in the mountains, have a cabin, park in the desert didn't really matter
0: safest way to travel right
3: yeah
2: very safe mike what do, what do you what's your your customers look like these days i mean I'm, I'm sure that changes from year to year and generation to generation but if you could kind of generalize what's what's your customer look like today
3: so troy do you mean uh age demographics or do you mean more about people getting in for the first time or i think age demographic age demographic it started to slide a little bit you know we were we were quite surprised uh, a few years back it went to I think it was 54-ish was kind of the mid-range age, and now it's down uh, closer to 50, maybe even 49. And it's trending fast that way as the millennials get involved and as the smaller RVs become available to people because a lot of people use those as a second vehicle now.
0: Well, think about it. You know, they got those shows, the teeny little house and all that, and people are living 100 square feet. I mean, an RV is perfect for young people. You don't have to pay rent. You can go wherever you want. And especially if you're in the digital age, you're working from your RV and it's your palace.
1: Absolutely. Particularly the vans and class C's that I saw on MikeThompsonRV.com. Those all looked absolutely perfect for folks like myself who don't want to commit to having one larger vehicle that I have to look for a pull through spot in where I have to make sure that I'm emptying emptying my brown water routinely. No, I want something that I can hop into, go anywhere, and enjoy myself with all the options.
3: Some of the Class B motorhome vans are fabulous because you can jump in there and you could be at Mount Rushmore, you could be the Alamo, wherever you want to be, but they're still small enough if you get tired of camping in the van, they fit in the hotel parking and you can go in and have a night or two in the hotel, take a break from the RV, and then Get back in the RV and take a break from the hotel life.
2: Mike, what is the difference between A, B, and C class RVs?
3: Great question. Glad you asked. Uh, Class A motorhomes come in two variations. They come in a gas motorhome with a gas motor, and then they come in a diesel motorhome, uh, which is usually a diesel pusher where the motor's in the rear. And uh, Class C is the cab over that everybody's used to seeing uh, growing up, maybe like a camper, uh, but it's drivable now, the full thing, and it's the cab over. Uh Version and then there's a class B which is more of a van r. v. and then somewhere in between there's a class b plus which is kind of a class c function with more of a class b size, so that's uh that's pretty much
2: and you don't need a special license for any one of those do
3: you you don't until you get over a certain size I believe right now it's forty three feet you get over forty three feet you need an endorsement on your on your license yeah
0: but i mean if you've got a class b I mean, the thing is, it's not only an RV. It's also, it can also be your limo, your daily limo. I mean, I've seen some of these decked out on your lot that I'm like, wow, I'd like to drive that every day.
3: No doubt, no doubt at all. You can take those Class Bs and turn them into a no sleeper and just something you drive around to use in town, or you can turn them into something that sleeps four people in that little space. They, every time I've thought or all of my peers have thought, okay, we're dead, there's nothing else they can do. They've added a slide out, they've added a, a second bathroom, and now they've got a lot of these vans, they have a pop-up on the roof like the old VW campers, and you can sleep two in the bottom and two in the top. I mean, It's it's really quite something how the, they keep coming up with something new year after year.
0: Years ago, uh, we took uh, our bus, Class A, to uh, the uh, big Grand Canyon. And there, they only allow like a 28-foot. They've got a maximum limit. So I called to get reservations on the way there. They said, sorry, sir, it's too big, you can't come. So I had my wife call immediately thereafter, and they, we told them that we were 28 feet. And so I roll in there, and the lady goes, are you sure you're 28 feet? Oh, yes, ma'am, that's. that's it just looks big because of the paint job. <laughs> and so the next morning, first thing in the morning around 7 o'clock, park rangers knocking on my door (laughs) and I walk out there and he goes um 28 feet huh (laughs) he goes you need to pay for two parking spots so it was a 43 footer but I got away with it for a day. Well, but. you got
2: your nomenclature on the outside of your bus saying 43. T- you know, it's kind of obvious.
3: <laughs> I was just going to say that, Troy Hammer. You weren't very creative because a lot of folks would go down to Home Depot and get stickers if it was yeah. 32 feet and put 28-foot stickers right where the they pull up to the camp. Uh, well, I'll tell you, Mike, I, I actually
2: grew up a little bit with uh, RVs in that uh I'm from Michigan, but we were, had a stint in Elkhart, Indiana. And of course, oh I know goodness. that you know Elkhart, Indiana very well being in the business. Of course. My dad actually designed his own RV and and built it. And so we moved down to Elkhart, Indiana, and it was called the Transporteer. I'm sure you've never heard of it but because they're not around anymore, but it was a limited limited run. But it was so cool. It was a, It was kind of a cab over situation, but the back was open where you could actually drive six motorcycles on the back or a dune buggy and he actually rented one of those was it max mink is that what the right name for those old dune buggies rented one of those and he had that pulled on the back or you could put a boat on the back of it up off the ground and into the trailer so i grew up with that being a pretty cool little thing
3: that's really cool and you yeah. mentioned Elkhart. that's where the rv hall of fame is so yeah. there may just be one of those transportiers in oh there. that would be really cool i'd love to find one
0: well it's kind of interesting because in the united states rving really started around 1909 1910 um and the very first rv happened to be six and a half feet wide by 18 feet long and it was on a a a three-ton dodge truck and the things in the smithsonian institute now but it's kind of interesting they've been doing it since then and then the highway system started in the 50s and 60s and it exploded you know trailers for sailor rent right we all know that one that's when it really took off and it right now what do you think mike is going on with the historical trailers i I hear there's a trend in those and people want those again and they want to be pulling those again
3: isn't it something everything you guys bring up gets me excited because yeah everywhere i go and i say what i do people want to talk about it they've either got a trailer or a motorhome or they want a trailer or a motorhome some people want something big some people want something small and a lot of people are looking for something old to restore themselves. And you watch a lot of these shows on TV. They've done a great job with that. And you know, the guy that's the do it yourself person at home or the woman that's the do it yourself self person, they want to, they want to make it their own. And if you go onto some of these uh, Instagram pages, it's fascinating what people are doing with their RVs.
1: I'm a pretty poor do it yourself person <laughs> and my RV experience, aside from a couple trips, um, with the family and out camping has pretty much been outfitting old pickup trucks with a bed in the back storage for surf and snowboards beneath and a small camp stove So I certainly know and and kind of love the the vintage trend that's going on as well But that Millennials are absolutely guilty of of feeding into and
2: I'm seeing a lot of my business, too I'm I'm in real estate uh, as a business and uh I've sold more than one house that has a old airstream on the lot as a casita. It's just built right on the property or casita, pulled on the property and for remodeled. For sure. And they're also
3: yeah. using those for Airbnbs. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah it's it's crazy. Right.
0: Well, think about it. You can go to Mike Thompson's R V superstore and start out with a small tra- pole trailer. And what kind of a payment? Probably a hundred bucks or less, Mike? What do they start at?
3: Yeah, they do, Hammer. They start out at about ninety nine bucks a month and then sky's the limit after there. I was gonna tell you earlier uh, a lot of the millennials are buying this instead of a home or before the home because before they settle down and start having kids, they want to just work on the road and, and get their time seeing the country before they do that. and See if they can be together. See if they can be together, good point. Yeah, but then you also get the uh, tax write-off. You get a first home or second home write-off on an RV. So.
0: It's, it's like in the old days when you know, guys like me, you know, we'd grab our backpacks and go to Europe that's what they're doing here in the United States now. You, you get a pole trailer behind your Jeep or whatever you got, you, a little thing, actually 99 bucks a month, and you can go anywhere and enjoy nature and history and go see the United States.
3: I'm glad you said that, too, because they've worked so hard to make the trailers lighter. And as we know, all the pickup trucks and SUVs have shot for more horsepower. So now the smallest of SUVs can pull a pretty good-sized trailer and still be okay.
0: So it, it, it's amazing to me that for that kind of money, can you imagine, you know, apartment rents, as we know here in California, uh, is crazy. And the rents just keep flying up. But what about overnight parking these things, Mike? What's, what kind of expenditure is that?
3: That varies, Ham. First of all, there's a lot of places you can go, and you can't camp there for life, but you can go to, I believe, Walmart still does it, uh, a lot of the Elks Club. Elks clubs that have the space. You can join different groups where you can get some either free or real inexpensive overnight parking. Then you can go down here in this area to uh, Newport Dunes and You know, pay a bundle. Great place, great experience, but, you know, it's not cheap. It's like staying at a five-store resort. Yeah, I
2: was surprised to find that there's a a lot of timeshare parks out there. When I rented an RV, I don't know, maybe four or five years ago, I took the family out. We had a wonderful time, except I had whooping cough the whole time. But um, two or three places we ended up going were actually, uh, they allowed us to stay there for free. You have to go through the whole process of, of, you know, going through their uh, sales pitch. But I didn't realize that there were uh, timeshare parks out there.
3: Great point, yep. Thank you for bringing that up. There's several places. We actually give out a couple free one-year memberships when you purchase from us. And you go down. And a lot of them are local. Most of them are local. But they're on the river. They're in the mountains. They're by the lakes. And a lot of things to do there. And uh, very reasonable if you want to join one of those outfits. So good point.
1: I think those options sound great. As somebody who's spent a few nights in a Walmart parking lot, a hotel quickly looks preferable to what you see around 3.30 in the morning outside the Walmart. Yeah, no doubt. (laughs) Hey, don't be knocking the Walmart. The Walmart.
3: Casinos. You can have a nice casino trip. Most casinos have RV parking now.
0: Uh, Do you know who spent the most money at Walmart at one time? It was Shaq. $70,000 when he got traded the one time back to the Lakers. And he went to use his credit card. Sorry, I'm t- telling everybody this, Shaq, but they denied your credit card. <laughs> hey, You finally got it straightened out. But so Walmart's not I too bad when story. you can spend seventy grand there, guys.
1: Sounds like he was buying
0: the Walmart. Yeah. No, he had to buy towels and you know all that kind of new stuff when you get a new house and <laughs> doing all that fun stuff. But only Shaq would go to Walmart and spend $70,000. Oh, you 70 know another grand. really cool RV. So the parking ex- lots can't be that. Yeah, bad. another really cool <laughs>
2: RV experience is. Uh, uh america's favorite pastime now right is is uh, auto racing the get the the infield is just covered with rvs and everybody's on the roof having a good time i mean that's that, i don't know how, how mike do you know how you get into one of those things it's got to be expensive to get in
3: it's real expensive we've done some sponsoring of those events and we've taken some of our folks out there and uh it's 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 pricey but yeah. it's speaking worth it. of it's sponsoring like having, you, yeah, I'm sorry, it's like having dugout seats at the dodger game same type of deal yeah. you're sitting right in Front and center.
0: What's really cool about RVing that I've noticed, it's your family grows. Because as you're hitting these different parks and traveling around the United States, you meet people and you end up hooking up with people. And you get them on Facebook. And then you guys go travel together. Doesn't that happen a lot, Mike?
3: That's why we focus on customer care and and customer attention is because RVers travel in packs you got to take care of all of them you got to make them all happy because you make one RVer upset and they, they're gonna let their pack know and their pack's gonna let the neighbor pack know so you got to take care of these folks
0: Mike Thompson's RV superstores
3: Mike Thompson's RV
0: Mike Thompson's RV superstores so Mike you know how many what is a number of of uh, RVs that are on the road today I mean how crazy is that number
3: do you wow. know Wow. Gosh, I did recently read that number. I wish you would have told me to bring some stats, Hammer. Thanks.
0: Oh, well, come on, Mike. Uh, That's got to be huge because it just seems to me that I see a new RV with a new plate on it every day when I'm driving down the street, especially here in California. You know, we're in Newport Beach and everybody's going through. They want to go to the dunes. They want to go to Huntington Beach. And this time of year, you see just thousands of new RVs.
1: And Mike, it's the internet. Nobody fact checks. Go ahead.
3: (laughs) (laughs) If I didn't know the number, I'd have a better job guessing. But uh, I know the number and I don't want to misquote. But uh, I can tell you this, that this year, well, last year, 2020 was the largest uh, year for the RV industry, delivering RVs out to the dealers. And I've heard from a lot of my, uh, you know, counterparts, in the industry that not only us, but many others have had record years last year and, and starting out to this year. So it's a ton. And you know what, Hammer? If you bring me back, I'll bring all the stats. How's that?
0: Oh, that's perfect. And I do have to say one thing, and, and I, I know you're going to think this is funny, Mike, but you guys have the best commercials on TV.
2: <laughs> that's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Mike Thompson, RV. Mike, Mike Thompson, Thompson RV. RV. Hey, did you guys see the most recent movie, uh, 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 Francis McDermott, Nomadlands?
3: I want to see no, it. I haven't it, no seen Mad, it yet. Yeah. No I, I heard it's great.
2: It is a fantastic movie. If you want to talk about a a slightly off-center culture of RVing and moving around like you guys were talking about, that community that you now have as an RV person, this is this is an epitome of that. So check out that movie. It's called cool. Nomadland. Nope. Nomadlands, I think it is, with Nomad Francis Land, McDermott. Fantastic yeah.
0: movie. Well, think about this. In, in Route 66 in the 50s and the 60s. I mean, everybody... T- Everybody wanted to have a trailer. I mean, as kids, you know, the parents, they'd, they'd load you up in the station wagon. They'd be pulling a trailer. That's what's happening now. We're going back to those times because it's a lot cheaper than staying at a, at a hotel when you got a family or even if you don't have a family. Plus, it's an adventure. Food's better. Well, you don't have an adventure for the most part in hotels. Okay? I mean, it's you're in the hotel. You do the hotel thing. You order room service, at least the ones I go to. Um, that's so much uh, for you there,
3: uh, Adam. But uh.
1: hey, microwave popcorn still gets it done. Man. <laughs> uh,
3: you don't have the smell of bacon. I'll tell you that. You don't have the smell of bacon. That's exactly what
2: I'm saying. The food's you don't much have better burgers when burgers
3: cooking on the barbecue outside. You don't have the neighbors coming over and making new friends.
0: And the kids always have something to do.
1: And you also don't have to check every bed sheet for bed bugs. Oh. <laughs> that's key.
0: You know what? I recommend Mike Thompson's RV because if you want to go travel and have an adventure, you got to check out Mike Thompson's RV. Mike Thompson RV. Mike Thompson's RV.
3: Mike Thompson.com. Mike Thompson.
0: Mike com. I'm getting corrected here.
3: <laughs> That's the way it works on this podcast. I didn't correct yeah. it the first time,
0: but Adam said it too. Okay, That's actually
2: a new name of the podcast. We stand corrected. <laughs> we
0: stand corrected. Yeah. So Mike Thompson.com. Mike Thompson.com. MikeThompson.com. Thank you for watching. Mike, thanks for being
3: here. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate if it. If
0: you like what you saw, hit that subscribe button, hit that bell. We'll see you next time.